0: Welcome to Curtis the Word. I'm your host, Britt. And fun fact about me, I love cheese. I love cheese so much, I let it completely change my life, and I've never looked back. And chances are, if you've found this podcast, you like cheese too. Each week, I'll take you on a cheese-filled journey where we taste it, learn about who makes it, super cool spots to buy it, and more. So, whether you're looking for a new cheese to fall in love with or just trying to figure out the fancy words in the deli case, come hang out with me and let's have a good a time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know where you are, but welcome back to Curd is the Word. I'm your host, Brittany. And I want to give a special shout out. I've noticed there's a small following of my podcast in Council Bluffs, Iowa. So if this is you and your friends or people you know, thank you so much for listening. It really, truly feels cool when I open things up and there's like, oh, this X percentage is in this random city that I've never heard of. So appreciate that. Keep listening. If you have any feedback, you know my email and DMs are always open. Before we dive into today's kind of like mini series episode, I did mention previously I'm going to start doing some like little guys because consistency on the podcast and having some fresh episodes drop maybe weekly would be literally hashtag goals. I don't know if people are still using this. Clearly, I'm showing my own age, but that's okay. Um, so anyway, before I dive into the today's mini episode, which is going to be about cheese education, uh, it's oddly a little overwhelming, so I'm here to break it down. I just kind of want to talk about 2024 and how things are going in my own business, as well as, you know, what I'd like to do this year. I'm getting up and running for markets. I'm about to do my first cheese drop. Uh, I might be putting this episode out after I do that. But either way, I want people to be able to order, you know, really great cheeses that I'm into from my website. And I'll be like this little cheese fairy of New Jersey. And for those of you who need me to ship, you can reach out to me directly. I do know how to ship cheese properly with all of the correct cooler packaging and ice packs. So that's a different story for another day, but that is coming up and I'm so excited about that. Um, What else? I recently got this new like time blocking planner, so I'm feeling as efficient as ever. And I also recently had some pretty good cheeses. Uh, One of them was from From Me. It's called La Sendre, Barbicette. Uh, It's like a bloomy kind of geotrichum rind goat cheese, very oozy on the sides, very typical crumbly, a little bit, you know, it's like the thing about goat cheese is that sometimes it like crumbles. And then when it's all together in your mouth, it kind of like melts together as one. Delightful cheese, very light, a lot of fun. If you're partying, I would imagine it's like similar to a long Grace a little bit where you can pour a little bubbly on it let it get into all the little curves and nooks and crannies, and I bought you, it is divine. Uh, But on that note, let's get right into cheese education. So what is cheese education? I mean, there's a huge sense of this that cannot really be taught online or in a classroom. There's so much of the cheese education component that comes from just like working in the field itself, whether you're making cheese, whether you're farming whether you're mongering at a shop, whether you own a shop, whether you are in a cheese cave learning affinure, affinage, sorry, learning to be an affinur. There's really just so much that goes to it. But for those of us that are like, we want to get started, we don't know where to go, uh, a quick Google on cheese education brings me into my topic, which is the Academy of Cheese that is based in the United Kingdom. I also thought in tandem with these like cheese education episodes, I would take the class because it's a win for me to have more cheese education, but it's also a win for you who's listening to hear my actual review of it. And being in the cheese community, I do get to know other people who have gone through the same class, and you can literally have completely different experiences. So I've got my own experience. I've got a few friends' experiences. So we're going to dive right into the Academy of Cheese Level 1. Right off the bat, when I first started looking into cheese classes, the Academy of Cheese just sounds so regal. You know, like, oh, welcome to the Academy. And it's based in England and, well, I guess UK, sorry. And it's not even affiliated with any kind of like cheese production. In fact, it's just truly a non-for-profit dedicated to learning about all different facets of cheese from farming to the cheese making to cheese aging to cheese tasting and it's truly a soup to nuts kind of class that just, you know, each level you go, there's, I believe there's three levels you can take right now. Is there a rumor about a forthcoming? Maybe. But the first level is a good like blanket kind of class. You know, you get to dive into different categories, like I just mentioned before, and you get kind of a general introduction to it. But with detail, you know, this is not a course that you can finish in just a week or a day. This it's got some meat and potatoes to it. And as farther along as you go, it just keeps getting more and more detailed of the information with each within each category that you're learning. For example, the first level includes, has 25 cheeses to learn about. Level two has 100 cheeses to learn about. And level three, if I'm not mistaken, I know someone going through it right now, there are 300 different cheeses to study and be tested on. So once you've completed the program, again, level four is not out yet. They don't call it level four. They call it the master program. I can't imagine how many cheeses will be a part of that because we're already up to 425. And it should come to no surprise at all that my favorite part of the Academy of Cheese level one that I took was the tasting and analysis of all 25 different cheeses. Um, But we'll get into that a little bit later about my experience. So the Academy of Cheese started only about 10 years ago, which seems relatively recently in the world of cheese, uh, especially when things are literally thousands of years old, but it became to fruition from Mary Quick. And if that sounds familiar to you, that you're right, because Mary Quick is actually one of 14 generations who has been running Quick's Clothbound Cheddar in the United Kingdom, literally started... When Henry VIII was giving away some monastery land, or what history books like to uh, be more honest about, where they redistribute it. Uh, there's a lot of information in this cheese connoisseur website about how they, the quick cheddar you know, changed up their method. They moved on to the New Zealand method, which features grass-fed cows, uh, which changes the milk. And also, they use a more eco-friendly way to manage their cheese mites without depleting the ozone layer. Uh, They do hand cheddaring, which I don't know if you guys remember, but in my other episode of Curd is the Word featuring Shelburne Farms, number six, they also do hand cheddaring here in the States. So, Definitely a very authentic technique that really provides an amazing cheddar cheese. And Mary started building out this program uh, about two years after the American Cheese Society launched their CCP, which is Certified Cheese Professional. It's a very important test. Uh, You need to have 4,000 hours of unpaid or paid related work experience. I have already made the foolish mistake of not writing down how often it takes me to podcast, but maybe one day I will backpedal and take care of that. But the great thing about the CCP is that once you take this three-hour, 150-question exam and you pass it, it really holds a lot of weight to the old cheese resume. Um, You get bragging rights, hopefully a raise at your cheesemonger job, just a lot comes with it. I'm really underselling it. It is a really important exam. I know a lot of people who have taken it. It is not for the faint of heart. My appreciation and applause goes out to all of you. It is a very incredible feat. And for those of us who don't have the 4,000 hours, it kind of pushed us over to the Academy of Cheese because we could just pay for level one, take that test, and all is great. But anyway, the Academy of Cheese is like the ACSCCP of its time. Uh, Mary did bring this over. It has so much great potential. It already is such a educational feat. So I know there's been a sommelier program that's like working with Mary or has in the past just to kind of adapt a similar format to a wine program. So the Academy of Cheese is definitely making some moves in the world of cheese education. Um, And if you didn't want to pay, I mean, the classes level one starts at 135 pounds. And if you wanted to take it with an instructor, I took mine with Charlie Turnbull, which was delightful, is just a mild understatement for that. He is hysterical, very easy to follow. It was kind of like self-study on my own. Watch the videos. I know they also offer live classes. Again, there's all different instructors. Um, Emma from the Cheese Explorer, she does one. She's awesome. I've heard so many great things about her class as well. And you can also, if you're in the area, you can actually attend in-person classes too. So they've really run the gamut of all different types of educational settings, if you will. And then of course, you know, the basic level is uh, you can just do it yourself. The program is there. No teachers, just kind of self-study. Everything is very easy to read, easy to understand. And if you're not ready to take the financial plunge, there are so many free resources on this website. I'm actually, I guess I didn't really pay too much attention to it when I first went through the class because I knew I was taking a class and whenever I would log on, I'd just go straight into the class. But as I was doing research for this podcast episode, I mean, they have articles on top of articles about why affinage is important and the difference between this kind of cheese and that kind of cheese. And they have virtual events, they have in-person events, you know, you can sign up and listen to webcasts from their Affinor of the Year program or their Big Cheese weekend or Festival that happens once a year. I mean, there are just so many different ways to interact with the Academy of Cheese, and it just applies to whether you are super, super amateur or whether you are maybe on the wait list to become a master of the Academy of Cheese, there is something for everyone here. And I know I briefly touched upon how many free resources there are, but if you hover over the Discover Cheese tab of the Academy of Cheese website, there are so many different downloads and, you know, how to present and serve cheese to others, you know, cheese language and communication. They've got all these sponsors who help make this all possible, which it's kind of one of those things where like, I probably have said this before, but I like love when people work together. And you know, someone said to me the other day, it's all about collaboration, not competition. We all bring something different to the table. And the Academy of Cheese is like a perfect example of this. You've got people from all walks of life. You've got like, I'm just looking at the sponsors page. Obviously, they have Quick's Cheddar. They've got Turnbulls. They've got Paxton and Whitfield. They've got the Guild of Fine Food. They've got Bosca. So you've got people in literally like all facets of cheese production, cheese selling. I mean, Bosca makes knives and other types of accessories. So everyone's kind of working together to fill in this big puzzle. And when the puzzle is together, we all can learn from said puzzle for free. And that's awesome. That is really, really just downright cool. I know one of my favorite things um, that the Academy offers you know, the cheese tasting sheets, which I use for every episode where I talk about different cheeses. My husband and I have make a little night of this. We download the sheets. We print them out. And we just fill them in for each cheese that we taste. Um, and by we, I mean me, but he's there. <laughs> and these are so useful because how many times have you eaten a cheese, loved it in the moment, you could name every umami, salty, herbal, flora flavor under the sun? only to recall that cheese. And maybe you know the name of it, what kind of animal milk it's from. But like, that's it. You can't remember anything. And it's not because you didn't like the cheese, but it's just because life fills your brain. Um, If you're like me, you eat a lot of cheese all the time. So maybe I really did enjoy that Lenora Fuego, but I also just ate some other spicy Gouda and now I'm confusing the two. But with the sheets, you can keep everything super organized. You can also fill them out through Adobe on your computer. I mean, I think of everything here, although the cheese library is outstanding and that is a great Fast Facts reference for so many different cheeses. And there's also a cheese tasting wheel. But for me, those cheese tasting sheets are just worth their weight in gold for me. And like with a lot of classes, regardless of the topic, you know, you find something that you really kind of stick with. For me in this class, the importance of all the sensory evaluation and, you know, I was using Charlie Turnbull and he is just passionate about passionate and all of his cheeses and his pre-recorded videos are like room temperature just oozing and he would just hold it up to the camera so we could all see what, you know, this cheese is intended to look like at room temperature. He would sample it so you know, I mean, there's no shortcuts here. There was just Here's the cheese. Here's how it should look. Here's how it should taste. And now you do it at home. And it was just one of those things for me where I, I love tasting cheese anyway. And there's something more here to be discovered. And this is actually what helped influence this podcast. So kudos to this whole experience for me, for Charlie, for anyone else who takes this. Right. And while I'm just over here, you know, singing the choir of praises of the Academy of Cheese, it's not perfect. Not many things in this world are. And that's okay. A couple things that really grind my gears. No, I'm just kidding. Nothing in this really grind my gears at all. Just a couple of like small annoyances to think about, especially if you're not in the UK. As someone in the US and as other people I've spoken to in the US that have taken this class, it's great that we're able to take this. We don't have to have 4,000 hours of anything. However, some of the cheeses are not available here. You'll come to realize like a lot of European or UK-based cheeses cannot be imported into the U.S. due to like pasteurized and raw milk concerns, which actually would be a really fun episode for a later date. I need to jot that down. But you can find similar cheeses. Uh, I know for me, it wasn't really too much of a limitation. I mean, one of the cheeses like Brie de Meux, you know, can we get it here? No. Is a Baron God or some other really quality, creamy, oozy Brie totally acceptable? Yes. Did I have to do a little extra homework to find out which cheese in the US would be comparable? Yes. Was it worth it? Also, yes, because then you get to follow along with everything. However, I can see that being very, very annoying when you have a list of 300 cheeses. You're in level three, the last one you could possibly take at the time. And now you're doing this for what, 50 to 75% of these cheeses? I don't know. Definitely can be a bit of an annoyance. I know also too. The farther along you get in the levels, the more expensive it does become. You are getting access to a lot more information. So it does, you know, make sense. There's nothing wrong with that. It just can be a limitation to some people. And at the same time, there are other, you know, dairy science courses or sensory evaluation courses that can be more expensive. And the other saying or make that kind of is different than this. Is that you have to start with level one. You have to have level one to go to level two, level two to go to level three. And for some people who have been, you know, making cheese for X amount of years or working behind the counter, level one can be a little too basic and a bit of a blanket study. Uh, Or if you've taken Cheese State University, which is offered through Wisconsin Cheese, which I am slowly but surely making my way through that. So I could do an episode on that too. But now you've got to shell up the money for level one when it's all stuff you already know. Maybe it only takes you like two days to get through, so on and so forth, when really you just want to get to level three, which is like the super advanced where you want to start learning new information. I could see that being an annoyance. At the same time, you are getting a cool experience out of all of it. You do get a little pin and a certificate, again, similar to the CCP this looks outstanding on your cheese resume and there's really no like limitations to entry if you're going into level one. Uh, do I recommend the Academy of Cheese? Yes, if you're a beginner. If you want to know a little bit more and you've already maybe got a year or so of work under your belt in the cheese field or you're tasting cheese and you're realizing that, you know, brie doesn't always come in a wooden circular box and you want to learn more about it, I definitely think the Academy of Cheese is a great place to start. If you've already got some cheese knowledge under your belt, if you have the finances to move along the entire curriculum, then I also recommend to go for it. If you already know a lot and maybe you're already a CCP, I don't think you probably need to go through all of this again. However, I do encourage everyone to go through, you know, the resources they offer, the different documents they let you download all for free. It can hurt to be on their mailing list. Um... That made me just completely think of something else that was a teensy bit of an annoyance. That they do a lot of really cool giveaways, but unless you are in the UK, they are not open to you. Which again, same thing with like, um, it's a little backwards now, but whatever. When you sign up for the class, there is an option to like purchase all of the cheeses through that, but again, they cannot ship those cheeses to the US. And also, again, with the financial limitations too, if you do not have the budget to go out and buy. 25 cheeses, 100 cheeses, 300 cheeses, you know, those have to be factored into the price of the class. So while 135 pounds seems great for a self-study course that you can, you know, go through, remember, you are also supposed to buy 25 different cheeses. Did I buy 25 different cheeses? Maybe, maybe not. I didn't. I probably bought about half of them. The other half I've had, I've made uh, when I worked at a dairy farm. So it's, you know, they're very, common cheeses so like it wasn't super difficult to imagine what like gorgonzola tastes like um anyway i digress there you have it that is my cutesy little review on the academy of cheese as always if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me they have a cheese lovers facebook group which is a lot of fun i'm in it people ask a lot of great questions it's a fun little discussion place If there are other cheese education places that you want me to take a look at and try, I'm more than happy to do so. And yeah, that'll about sum it up. So I wish you guys a great 2024, and I hope you eat a lot of really, really great cheese this year. But the fun doesn't end here, my lactose-loving friends. Whether you're a cheese connoisseur or just waking up to the cheesy world that exists beyond pre-cut Cracker Barrel, there is always more to discover and more to savor. So be sure to check out my Instagram for more dairy delights at The Bee's Cheese. That's the, B as in me, Brittany, S as in Swiss, and cheese. And of course, if there's a cheese that I need to try, go ahead and slide right into my DMs because curd is always the word. Bye for now.